0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the online Education Pod, a podcast produced by Zuma. This week, I'm talking about revenue operations, or RevOps, with my colleague Martin Ray. Now, uh, you've probably seen the term RevOps thrown around all over the place online, basically from HubSpot, maybe, or marketing blogs and places like that. Um, But if you're like me, you've probably never been clear on what it actually is. But in this episode, Martin explains it all what RevOps is, how to implement it, and how it can work both for major B2B companies as well as smaller ones. Enjoy. So welcome, Martin, to the online vacation pod. Thank you very much, good to be back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, good to be back. When were you with us last time? It was uh, last year at some point.
1: I think so, yeah. Just uh, the end of the year in December, just before Christmas, I think. Exactly,
0: yeah. And we're going to keep talking about uh, online and digital, obviously. That's the whole idea of the podcast. But um, today, uh, I, I I asked you to join today because um, I thought we could speak a little more about revenue operations or rev ops you wrote an article about revops uh, at the end of last year uh, which we published on the online education hub and maybe you could start mostly for my sake uh <laughs> explain what revops is really because it's a term i've see, seen around a lot you know one of those things that sounds cutting edge and interesting but i i haven't built up much of an understanding of what it actually is so.
1: sure uh i mean it, it's it's there's uh To some degree there's a constant development on new kind of business models and operations models and so on and and it it comes up from time to time but now as companies increasingly are turning to digital uh, it's to some degree it's the the continuous evolution of uh, of of just uh, digital business that more and more businesses are are find the need to interact and do business online and in digital channels uh, not at least because of of the last few years with the pandemic, and, and uh, most companies, specifically within the B two B sector, has found the need to actually go from having traditional sales to do much more digital sales, and so on. And the continuous development of that is that more and more business interaction are occurring in digital channels. So there's, you know, depending on the industry. Uh, the majority of business engagement might already occur in digital channels uh, the the forecasts and projections by analytics firms like gartner for example saying like uh, by 2020 2025 by 80 percent of all business interaction will occur in digital channels for, for b2b companies and this means that um, it's a little bit different from from doing business in the traditional sense or in the in the analog offline sense and that also means that you need to kind of consider how do you organize the company and how do you organize your operation models uh, the main difference is if you think about it historically and traditionally it's been a longer time periods from like an interaction where someone might get aware of uh, of a company or its offer so some marketing's kind of primary role back in the day before the internet and before online and digital, was more about creating brand recognition. So people are familiar with our brand to kind of open up the doors for the salespeople that can go and have the discussion. That was kind of the main purpose of marketing within the B2B sector. Nowadays, as people are educating themselves, uh, marketing becomes much more about actually helping and educate the audience uh, the target audience and, and and kind of not only talk about our offer or product but also help people create a understanding for our competence our uh, knowledge about our specific area and so on uh, so this the kind of silo structure that that occurred historically is breaking down so you, you used to have like the marketing department which was very clear focus handing over to sales that had a really clear focus and then eventually if you become a customer you might interact with customer support and and service and so on but online that all happens simultaneously so while historically it's worked really well for many many years to have a very silo structure and marketing does their thing uh sales do their thing and service do their thing now people are interacting with all these things simultaneously So that traditional operating model is not working as well as it used to. You need to kind of look at it as the total customer experience. And that means that you might start, uh, need to start to organize things differently. So that's basically where the idea of, of revenue operation comes from. So revenue operations is kind of taking a step up and say, you're looking at the entirety of what is creating revenue in the company. So rather than just saying, uh, we have a head of marketing, we have a head of sales, we have a head of customer support, revenue operation is responsible for total for the total revenue generation process in an organization.
0: Hmm. so instead of for example, marketing saying, "We've done really well, we got a thousand downloads on this ebook, and sales saying, "Oh, we managed to book." so many meetings this month and service saying we solved 95% of all our service tickets within a week, you know, all those kind of department specific goals. Instead, you kind of not forget about that, but instead you focus on like the end product, like how, how does all this stuff actually affect our revenue?
1: Yeah. And looking at it more holistically, how it all works together. So, so historically, as you said you've had that department and to the top, the head of that department has been focusing just on that department and hasn't historically cared that much. That hasn't been their job to say, how does our marketing effort impact sales or how does sales impact customer support? And how does that kind of impact the entire uh, customer experience, which is at the end of the day, uh, what is kind of uh, bringing business
0: all together? so the the issue with silos is people have been speaking about that for a long time zoom included I, I think especially for us in in b2b it's common that you know maybe there's a marketing department that succeeds in uh bringing in a lot of leads online and because of that disconnect with sales they never really get followed up on and vice versa as well maybe sales identifies a bunch of good leads but marketing has no idea who they are and they can't kind of Try and speak to them directly, but um, so you know this problem that RevOps tries to solve is pretty well known. But how is this approach different? Well,
1: the difference is really that you're taking a a holistic view of the on the operation or uh, operating model, right? So the idea is that you kind of most companies would have to assign a new role, basically, which is revenue operation leader or or revenue operation. Um, chief revenue uh, operation officer for example uh, so you kind of take that role and say this is someone that is always seeing all the departments that is interfacing with the customer and then it becomes important that you're not um, you know you're, you don't have allegiance to any particular organization meaning that historically you can, you can kind of uh, let's say that you you promote the sales the head of sales uh, and then tend to be a little bit you know more focused or aligned with sales rather than marketing or service so it becomes important that that you have a role that is overseeing everything that is not, you know, favoring marketing over sales or or sales over service and so on. That actually look at it in total. And part of this is also because of all the new kind of software and tools that are coming into place where you actually can track everything. I mean, one of the benefits of of doing things digitally is that you can see how people move through this um, you know different stages of their buyer journeys from from a first touch or first interaction with your company all the way to becoming a, a a long-time customer and you can then kind of tweak all those different levels and realizing it it is from a customer point of view i'm not you know, I'm not a prospect. I'm not. I'm not just looking at marketing. I'm now not a, a you know someone just talking to sales. I'm now someone just talking to service. I look at it in total at the company. Do do I have a good experience of this company from the very first kind of interaction? When I might look at how does things look? How do you speak to me? How can I find the information I'm looking for? To how is sales following up to me how how quickly can i resolve a services issue if i have that that is creating my impression of the total company so I, we need to look at that full picture that 360 view of a customer and that's possible now with all the, the software and the tools out there to, to kind of create that full picture and then you can start optimizing that but then it also becomes important that you have someone actually overseeing that because otherwise we are you know we are human beings and if i'm tasked with marketing and i'm paid for doing that chances are i'm going to focus on that and not on the entirety of the customer experience
0: if i uh, if i thought that this all sounded interesting and i wanted to get started how should you do that practically is it employing this new person who oversees revops or uh, i i'm just i'm aware that occasionally we publish articles like this and um you know, recommending that you reorganize your entire company structure, <laughs> yeah, to to get this good result, which you know, probably be worth it in the long run. But it's it's in practice, it's not so easy, maybe.
1: No, no. I mean, it, it is a huge undertaking. It's it's kind of looking at it very pragmatically and say, a Do we have these issues? Uh, do we have problem with not having a a thorough alignment between our departments uh, and b do we want to move towards this kind of idea of saying that we have a uh, revenue teams rather than than saying that we have marketing people sales people and service people do we do we think that in our business our line of business our industry that it makes more sense to kind of look at the, the full customer experience if that's where we are heading towards and we want to do that revenue the idea of revenue operations or rev ops as an operating model is a better way to accomplish that than than, than saying that we should just increase our meetings between our different departments so it's more kind of a mindset in terms of do we believe that that the bulk of our business will become more and more digital do we believe in the kind of Gartner prediction that that 80 percent or, or even more of business engagements in the future, uh, or already now, occurs or will occur in digital channels. uh, Then, you know, you need to kind of look at at the full picture. So that's, that's kind of how you think about it. And then from that, it's, it's, I mean, it will, like all kind of operating models in all businesses will be very specific for most companies in terms of the industry we're in, how we go to market, how we uh our sales process uh works, how our service model works and so on. So you need to kind of look at it and, and, and kind of do it in a framework if you want to do that kind of change because as you say, it's it's not a small undertaking. We have a few workshops and then we, we kind of reorganize an entire company. So it's more kind of kind of a philosophy long term if you want to move towards this. And then it's kind of taking it step by step. So it's first kind of saying, is this where we're heading? Uh, And then we need to start that journey of changing. And that will likely take, uh, you know, years rather than weeks or or months in terms of how we uh, arrange our operating model. But it's to your point, it's not a, let's do a a few weeks project and, and a few workshops and then we're done, it's more kind of a, long-term philosophy that you mm. need
0: to have as a company and buy into it's kind of like going on a diet or something or trying to lose weight you know because you can take the diet plan that promises that you'll lose 50 kilos in six weeks or something or you can yeah, yeah, yeah change no, your no. lifestyle and you yeah. know it's a change that takes place over over many years instead of
1: yeah no and I, I think also i mean um uh, most companies you know, you get stuck in your ways, right? And say mm-hmm. it, it's working. There's something might that might be kind of not feeling perfect, but it's still working as you continue doing this, right? To the point where it's not working anymore. So, so it it's one of those you you have to kind of look uh, to yourself, to your own organization, and say, how should we set up for future success? Should we continue doing what we have been doing? Could we do things in a different way? But if if you think about it more as kind of pure uh, online companies, the way they are organized tend to be much more like this in terms of, of revenue operation. They might not call it like that, but they are looking at the, the kind of totality of their entire buyer journeys, whereas most you know older, more traditional companies for legacy reasons, aren't organized like that. I mean, we've been organized more, or most companies have been organized more or less the same for the last you know, 50, or 60 years, depending on how long they've been around.
0: Mm. And it sounds like this approach is suited a little bit better to large companies, I would say. Is it relevant for maybe slightly smaller ones as well, or maybe it's as it is in many B2B companies that you have quite a small marketing department? and yeah. A very large sales department, sales number. So so yes and no. I mean, very small companies, you tend
1: to have this already because you have one person kind of overseeing everything, right? Uh so I think it's more if you if you're a smaller company that are aiming to grow and to scale, it's more should we then continue a traditional operating model? Because that tends to be what happens, right? If you're a small company. And then you grow a little bit bigger. And so now we need uh, I a mean, head of sales or someone responsible for sales you typically have already. But then you say, oh, now it's time to bring in marketing. We have, need to have someone uh, in charge of marketing. And then eventually, maybe we, if we do a lot of customer support or service, we might have someone that is head of, of service and so on. So it's more if, if you're a smaller company and you're scaling, it's like, should we go that traditional way or should we already build in terms of thinking of no, we probably should have a chief operating officer that is always seeing everything. And we, for a long time, we, we kind of argued uh, you, you should stop having someone in charge of sales and marketing. You know, you should, you should keep those together. And now it's just adding if you, if you also have the kind of customer success or customer service so that let's bring that to one person. And you still can have a manager, obviously, of these different uh, functions. Because there will still be different functions. But the idea is that you are working more as a team with marketing, sales, and service. Because that's also the difference. I mean, historically, it might have been easy to say, if, if you want to buy something, you talk to the sales person. But we know also now in, in many, many B2B companies, actually a, a big part of sales is happening in the service team or the customer support team. That's where you kind of have the dialogue, and maybe you need this as well, or, or you need, it's time to you know, change or upsell or cross-sell or something like that. So it's, again, it's looking at where is the revenue coming from, and it might be marketing that identify and highly qualify the sales opportunity, uh, and that that needs to be aligned with sales, so we don't, we have someone that is really looking to buy something, and then it's a disconnect with sales, it's a poor sales experience and so on. So it's about kind of looking at it from that point of view. So no, it's definitely for smaller companies as well. And it's, it's either you already have it because you're so small, so you have like revenue operations and then as you scale, it becomes a question. So, you know, should you split that role or should you think more like, no, we should keep that holistic view and make sure that someone is in charge of the, the full picture, the full buyer journey.
0: Well, I think that's a good note to finish on, but um, can you recommend any places that people can read more if, they, uh, if they're if they interested in finding out a bit more about RevOps in practice?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, you can you can uh, look into uh, Suma's uh, blog, there's, there's a few, uh, you know, I mean, if, if you if you Google, uh, you can find quite a lot of different kind of articles and, and uh, you know, from the likes of uh, the, the the typical Usual suspects like the McKinseys and, and the Gartner's and, and the Boston Consulting Groups and things like that that is writing about it. Uh, there's a few frameworks we actually have a list of framework uh how to kind of go about it step by step, how do you think about it on the blog. So check out that. Um it was a company that used to be called Topo, I think it's now owned by Gartner, if I remember correctly which I think we have a link on it in in our blog post. You can check that out. And it's really about starting to think about it. And and, uh, if you need guidance, obviously, get in touch with Zuma. We can can help you kind of uh, guide you in how to think about it. Uh, But it will be very individual based on your circumstances, your company, and and where you're heading.
0: Great. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Martin, for joining us. Thank you. We'll see you, uh, yeah, probably very soon again. Sounds good. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of the Online Invocation Pod. If you enjoyed it, you can subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or to the RSS feed. You can get a link to it on our website, zuma.agency. See you next time.